1: Hi, I'm Bill Lawrence, and I listen to Fish Nerds' podcast. It's always interesting, unusual, funny. Just take this. This is why I fight fire.
2: I'm Dave. And I'm Clay.
0: And anything is a fair game. It's a good bet that our podcast will get interrupted a lot during the
2: <laughs> Rockingham Fishing and
0: Hunting Expo today. We're in Salem,
2: Dave. Wow. We are in beautiful Salem, New Hampshire. Right. Home of the witches. It <laughs> no. No. That's... that's um, Salem, Mass. Salem, Massachusetts. You know, the
0: interesting thing, Dave, mm-hmm. this, is New England is the most... Uh, Uninteresting place when it comes in terms of naming towns.
2: <laughs> really? Why would you say that?
0: Because no matter what state you're in, the ta- town names repeat over and over again. You know, Salem in New Hampshire, Salem, Massachusetts, Manchester, Massachusetts, Manchester, New Hampshire, um, and they all hearken from the English towns.
2: That's true. And. Hearken, is that a word? Yeah, hearken is a word. Okay, I think it's actually Old English. Did Do I use hearken? it? Harken. Harken. Verily. <laughs> um, and the other thing is, like, no one can pronounce the names of the towns. Right, right
0: like Worcester.
2: Uh, right, and and my GPS on the way here said take exit to Methuen.
0: Ooh, Methuen. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool.
2: Methuen. Methuen. Yeah. <laughs> the meth capital of the world. Everyone
0: knows this, and having been there, mm-hmm. I could, I, I will support that. Yeah. <laughs> but if you live in Methuen, it's it's Methuen. 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 Yeah. Methuen. Yeah. So anyway, what are we doing, Dave?
2: Um, we are we are here at our choice spot. And and Rob Fry, who runs the Rockingham Fishing and Hunting Expo, has done an excellent job for decades. Fifteen years, Dave. Yeah, and we're and that's a decade and a half. <laughs> hey,
0: there's Rob right there. How's it going? Hey, Rob, sir? we're actually recording right now, and we just were talking about you. So you can talk into that microphone. Right oh, that's there. awesome, yeah. Night, yeah. guys. It's great having
3: you guys here. We're looking forward to a great show here in 2016. You know, this is our fir- 15th annual show, so. You know, we must be doing something right because it's, as you can see, it's packed. They're lined out at the door. We're they loving are, it.
0: They're climbing
3: over our booth. All right. Well, <laughs> you guys have a good time. You're have doing fun.
2: a great job. Very good yourself. One. Yeah. That was great. Yes. And then I can turn it down too.
0: Sweet. <laughs> We're, we got new microphones, so we're test driving them today. <laughs> cool that we were talking about Rob as he walked by. Did you plan that?
2: I did. See, you don't know all the stuff I do for this show. Uh-huh. I, I plan lots of stuff mm-hmm. that we you are, don't know about. We are promoters. Yes, we are this promoters. This is
0: like cattle behind
2: us. It is. Here, let me uh, sort of hear, hear the gates. They're coming in.
0: here. Come
3: on,
2: So, yeah, lots of people out around. Yeah, and we'll,
0: we'll uh, click this on throughout the day and do some bits and see what happens.
2: There you go. We're here with Captain Sean Tibbetts of Maine Tuna Fishing. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. How's the season been? Good. Good? Yeah. Good. Look
3: cold now.
2: <laughs> what was the biggest fish that came in this year? On your that boat. The big thresher. Yeah. yeah. H- how long?
3: Uh, 15 feet 11 inches, 622 pounds.
2: <sighs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Fish. Worst
3: part about that is its mouth is no bigger than your head.
2: Uh, really? They're yeah. that. They're that small, like Threshers
3: that. Threshers have a huge, huge body, tiny head.
2: Wow. That's tiny weird. Mouth. And did it? I mean, I would think it'd be dangerous because they must whip that tail around like crazy. Well, you've been on the boat. I've been on the boat. It's scary as hell is what it is. The, uh,
3: when we got him up the side of the boat, he broke one of the lights off the roof with his tail, oh, broke out one of the pieces of glass, and tried to take Robbie's head off. <laughs> oh, All with his tail. <laughs> his tail was over uh, just shy of eight feet. Oh, my God. Eight
2: yeah. feet. Jesus Christ. That's yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> wow.
3: Well, there's a picture of me standing next to it. And of course, you know, my photography skills are so great that nobody can tell what it is. It's just one blur. But uh, there's a picture of me standing next to that shark as we're pulling it out of the water in Camp Ellis. And I'm standing in front of the shark, and the shark is wider than I am.
2: <laughs> man, that is incredible. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. A lot of meat there. Yeah, and was your client I mean what what was your client's story? Where did they come from?
3: We were we were fishing, it was me and my mate were fishing that. Oh, day. it wasn't. It was, no. It was just you guys fishing. We were pre fishing for a tournament. Oh my
2: god. Yeah. That is awesome. That is really awesome. Hey, one of the things we're asking people yeah, there you go. One of the things we're asking people is what is it like to have to like make a living at fishing?
0: Uh
3: Well, it's working a full time job so that you can support your other full time job.
2: (laughs) What's your other stuff you do?
3: I say fuck a lot.
2: Yeah, I know. You get good (laughs) money for that. You must be making millions on that. (laughs) I drive truck. Oh, very good. Yeah, it works
3: out real good with my schedule. Um, Pretty, almost unlimited overtime in the winter, and I work a couple of nights in the week, a couple of nights during the week in the summer just to keep my spot.
2: And would you advise people to get into this? Like, if, if they've always wanted to do it, should they just suck it up and do it?
3: You do it because you love it. The the, uh, the financial gains are not there. Um, you know, it used to be lucrative when we could make money tuna fishing on the, on the side. You know, you take your clients, you make your money on tuna fishing on the side. Clients pay for the boat. Pay your expenses for the year, and then the tuna fish profit. But with the with the money in tuna fishing lately, it just hasn't worked out that way. Yeah. You're either doing it because you love it, or you're doing it to support your habit.
2: Yeah, it sounds like a farmer. That's Pretty how much. Farmers basically do Except it farmers too.
3: get subsidies.
2: They do. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, fishermen. You now you don't with being a charter guy. No. no. We
3: get a, we get limited help on the commercial side. Yeah. But it's very limited. It's basically taxes, and that's about it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well. I tell you, you're you're a fixture in the Northeast. I would hate to lose you culturally, you know, because, <laughs> you know, we who, who would be cursing all the time. We,
3: well, we, 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 there's plenty of guys that would curse.
2: <laughs> plenty of guys.
3: Doing I've that. heard Clay curse. He rarely does, yeah, but he will. Words curse. like poop. <laughs> Only when I
0: can't go to the bathroom.
2: But, and, and he blushes. So. We've never
0: told that
3: story. Now, oh, we've never told that story
2: about him never being able to go pee Well, off we the should boat?
3: tell that story.
2: All right, yeah, so we were out shark fishing.
3: For multiple hours.
2: Multiple hours. So.
3: (laughs) so, 17 hours. So, like normal people have to use the bathroom. Yeah. It, It just happens. And you know, you would think on a boat full of men.
0: And it was a woman. Anyways, (laughs)
3: Anyways, <laughs> you would think that on a boat full of men, you would be able to just hang it
0: over the side and do your thing. Let me ask you a question, Sean. You go into a restroom, and it's a men's restroom. And there's, there's urinal, 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 Uh-oh. urinal. Yeah. And there's, there's one guy. Where do you go? Right
3: next to him, so you get somebody to talk to. Yeah, see, <laughs>
2: see <that's>, you're. <laughs> that's, I can't do that. I
3: don't know what to tell you. I can you. barely be in
2: the same room. I know. So you're a urinal talker. You yeah. will actually strike up conversations. No,
3: I get in there, I do my thing, and I get out. Yeah, yeah but you yeah, just said, course. you know, so you
2: have somebody to talk to. <laughs> keep a uh, Well,
3: that's just because I know Clay can't even think about it.
2: Uh, so, so just
0: to kind of tell the story. Right. We were fishing for like 700 hours in the <laughs> middle of the Atlantic Ocean. I got to pee like you wouldn't believe. And I asked Sean where to pee. What did you say? Right over the side. Right over the side. So I get to the edge of the boat. I'm like, all right, really got to go. It's going to happen today. And I, I know about myself. I know I can't, I can't pee under pressure. And then so I'm standing at the other edge of the boat, and I'm, you guys are like, at first, we're cool. You didn't say a word. And I'm like, I, I stood there for like five minutes.
2: <laughs> we're just uh, all being quiet.
0: Yeah, and I'm just standing there, and then suddenly, was it, was it Megan or you, or somebody said something. And I'm like, that's it, I can't go. And I, and I pack it all up, and I went fishing some more. Another, like, hour goes by. <laughs> I walked in, I to the boat, tried again, and then this time you guys are not. I think being I kind. tried to rub your back that time. <laughs> <laughs> we tried something, but it was terrible. It was awful. And I, no matter what, I, I thought I was going to die. I couldn't go. Yeah. And then your mate went down and peed in a bucket in the galley,
2: and you were like, "Wait, that's an like, option." That's, you didn't tell me I could do that.
0: Oh, <laughs> like, <"Well>, you can. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Eventually, I did, but I, do, I can't. I, I can't be mm. under pressure.
2: Yeah, that. Yeah, it's that's terrible. So- yeah, and some people are very comfortable around urinals and stuff. I knew a guy that once he came up next to me talking, eating a banana.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, I can see eating like fried chicken or something, but a banana. Clay, they make books
3: about it. Do they? They do. Like,
0: how to pee? In Everybody public? poops. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Well, don't even start with that. I don't. I would have been in big trouble. That was a problem. Hold <laughs> on. Everybody poops. Elephants poop. That's true.
2: Yeah, they, they, they just do it on the deck and you wash it off, they right? Just go. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah very good.
0: Well, I was fishing with Tim Moore, and I had to pee in the kayaks. <laughs> and, and he says, he says just scoop forward and pee on the deck and then just wash water over the deck. <laughs> oh, I couldn't do it. Still couldn't do
2: it. That is I, pretty tricky, though. I mean, he says a he has kayak. to be now
0: clients who do that. And I'm like, I'm sitting in the seat.
2: But Wait what's wrong. a minute. <laughs>
0: You obviously have never
2: been
3: duck hunting in Maine in January. Ah, oh, I could be in the woods. I used to get, get a couple
0: trees between me and somebody, I'm fine.
2: Yeah, but it's just the... You yeah. need trees
0: on your boat.
3: <laughs> I'll sign up for a bigger boat just so we can plant a tree for you. <laughs> We're
2: going to need a bigger boat. Does your boat have a head? Is You okay. still have the same boat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we have a head. Huh?
3: It's Bucket? just not... Clay's not allowed to use it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they didn't want to clean it out oh, after. Oh,
3: we
0: then. have a flush toilet.
3: Really?
2: What?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's important information.
3: Oh, it's, it's a ladies' room, well, It's funny. My wife, when, when it's you, a
0: ladies' when, when you room. Took, when you took Kristen, my wife, and my kids fishing, yeah, um, I told them all to go to the bathroom before getting on the boat because there was no option but peeing over the side. <laughs>
4: nice.
0: We have a flush toilet, Clay. We're civilized.
2: Wow. I was on your boat.
0: There's a flush
3: toilet.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know about civilized, but we were on your you boat. Don't, when, when he fished
0: with Kristen and my girls. Yeah, yeah. Completely pleasant, really. warm, generous, everything you'd want from a skipper.
2: Man, you're a little schizophrenic then.
0: Perfect. (laughs) I read the crowd.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you let me go to the bathroom? (laughs) You don't read it that well, obviously. I read it
3: phenomenally because (laughs) you were uncomfortable and everybody else was having a great time at your expense. That's true. That's a fair point. (laughs) It's all about the odds. It's all about the odds. You know, one guy's uncomfortable, but the other six are happy. We're golden. That's a win, right? That's six happy clients and one client that's crying because he has to pee.
2: I didn't
0: cry much. Yeah, you did.
2: Much. <laughs> much. He, yeah. he was fine, though. He was fine. All right. Well,
0: I'm glad we finally told the story. We've been holding that for two years. Yeah. yeah. I wish we had video footage. I'm glad we had the equipment. Because you were shaking. Yeah,
3: I was. <laughs> you were at the back of the boat shaking.
2: <laughs> fish in the news. I
0: love fish in the news. I do, too. It's awesome.
2: Today, we're doing Fish in the News live from the Rockingham Fishing and Hunting Expo. Yes. It's yeah, so
0: rowdy here today.
2: It is. You're going to hear money falling and shaking all over the place.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Here We're Dave shaking his money maker.
2: Oh,
5: yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Uh,
2: this, but that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about a story that appeared on the Washington Post. That makes it real news, Dave. It is real news. And it's in the Speaking of Science section. Ooh. The title reads, How Roman Toilets... And fish sauce may have helped spread parasites across Europe.
0: I just love stories about toilets.
2: <laughs> well, according to the story, when the Roman Empire spread across Europe 2,000 years ago, it brought some of the first real sanitation efforts with it. Did you know that?
0: I did know that. Oh, really? There were little aqueducts and stuff.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. Romanization, as it's called.
0: Right. Before that, people just pooped in the road.
2: <laughs> they did. Yeah.
0: There was all kinds of songs
2: about it. Pooping in the road, yeah. pooping in the road. Yeah. Um, Romanization meant bathing, using what? toilets, and keeping feces out of the streets. So, like,
0: the, ne- the new generation of Romans, mm-hmm. the parents didn't like their kids. Oh, they're so Romanized. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, we didn't wash. We didn't put our poop in an aqueduct. We dumped it in the road where it was belong, and we were happy that
2: way. I like the good old days. Um, according to the study, though, published... E poopibus <laughs> According to a study published Thursday in the Journal of Parasitology, Roman toilets and rotting fish sauce may have actually made parasites more prolific, prolific across Europe.
0: Oh, wait, I'm trying to put the two together. Did the did the, did the fish stock fish sauce get consumed first before getting added to the aqueduct system, or did did the they get put in afterwards?
2: Well, I'm hoping the story gets to how. The researchers figured out that fish sauce was going to be an issue uh, in the whole mix.
0: Fish sauce but is usually an issue.
2: <laughs> fish sauce is usually an issue. Hey, hey, why not fishing's here? Why not fishing's, here?
1: Why not fishing's, here? Why not why fishing's here? our hey, can we come back in two seconds? Yeah. Yes. We'll be back in two yeah. Cool. Two seconds.
2: Excellent. Right. As Good.
0: promised, we were interrupted right. during the show. Like, didn't, did we open with that?
2: <laughs> we did open with that. It said it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Uh, one, of, one of Rome's gifts to its burgeoning empire, according to the story, was almost certainly bad for health. Mm-hmm. It was garum. 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 A sauce yes. made. <laughs> yes, my precious. A <laughs> sauce made from raw precious fish. Sauce. Yes. Garum. Garum. He, garum. He, <laughs> yes. Uh, the research suggests that this popular condiment may have helped spread fish tapeworms across Europe.
0: Mm. You know what the nice thing about that is? is when, when Roman brought fashion to Europe, they also brought with them nice, thin physiques <laughs> with their tapeworm.
2: That's right. Yeah. Um, according to the article, quote, It wasn't cooked, garum, mm-hmm. and it was put out in the sun to ferment. Mmm. Yes,
0: garum like suntans. Yes.
2: And this was put into jars and sealed up and taken right across the empire.
0: You know, my Uncle Ronnie makes that for fishing bait. Really? Stink bait, yeah.
2: Oh, garum?
0: Yeah, He doesn't call it that.
2: Oh, right. (laughs) Uh, It said the tapeworms went with the garum from (laughs) northern Europe, uh, could be taken to places where they weren't usually endemic. Endemic. Uh, So you could say Roman condiments... Spread tapeworms across. Excellent.
0: You know, it's funny. It doesn't sound like a very good condiment. (laughs) It doesn't. Unless every other piece of food was so terrible that that rotted fish sauce made it better. Like, imagine how bad (laughs) does your food have to be that fermented fish sauce has to be what you add to it to make it better.
2: (laughs) That is yeah. pretty god awful stuff. It's so, terrible. yeah, the Garum, I think that probably was the fall of the Roman Empire.
0: Mm, Do be my fall as well. Yeah, yeah, but I imagine after eating that, you really fill those aqueducts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's Garum, fill the aqueduct. <laughs> So we're uh, Clay and Dave from the Fish Nerds. Oh, my gosh. Of course you are. Yeah, That's what hi, you are you? What's your name? John McGee. So John McGee from yeah. New York Fishing Game. John, we're, we're going around quickly to the booths at OP4OP today, and we're asking one rapid-fire question. The question is, what's the biggest secret in fishing? Go
1: that I know where to go and you don't. That's <laughs> good to see you guys around because I've seen you on Facebook and, you know, a couple um, stories, I guess, in the, in the news media. Yeah, and it's great. And you guys, I mean, I remember you guys were even say, being so careful about not, like, trying to catch bridal shiners and stuff like that because right. they're threatening and eat one of those. You know, yeah. I was like, oh, wow, these guys, you know, it's not like some kind of gimmick. It's that they're actually trying to bring awareness and have fun and all that stuff. So well, we are nerds. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Wear that
0: badge proudly.
6: Well,
0: uh, Jim Igliozzi. Jim from Rocky Ledge. Lures, right? Rocky Ledge Tackle, Lures. Rocky Ledge Tackle. Right. Um, watch what everybody else is doing.
2: And is everybody else buying Rocky Ledge Lures? Absolutely. Absolutely. Very yeah, good. Go. good. Toms has lures.com. be smarter than the fish. Good. <laughs> There's Gary
0: LeFoe, let's get him. All right, so we're with Gary LeFoe from New Hampshire Guide Service. How's it going? It's going great today.
1: Good.
2: Putting your line in the water, I guess. <laughs> good answer. Good.
0: Oh, what's up, fish nerds? All right, we're here with Dan from Yellow Man. <laughs> from Yellow Man's Fishing Equipment. What's your, what's your website? Uh, I actually don't have Facebook one Facebook page. I have a Facebook.
1: It's Yellow Man's Fishing Equipment. And I've got all the stuff that I offer here. All right, you're talking too much. Now,
0: we're going
1: to <laughs> Number one secret in fishing is all about the spot. All about the spot. All right,
0: good.
7: Yeah. G- good. Spot. <laughs> yeah, good I, spot.
0: I knew that was coming. I, I knew that was coming. It was Mike from Born to Fish. Mike, what's the number one secret in fishing? Attitude. Uh, find the fish. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, all he needs. Thanks. Uh, this is Brian Mayo from Mayo's Hand Poured Baits. What's your website first? Mayo'sbaits.com. Clever. And number one secret in fishing. Go.
4: I would say take your time in fishing. Fish slow. Have the confidence in the bait that you're throwing.
0: But Daddy Mac with um, Jack and.
4: Dennis. Dennis. Dennis, Jack, and I can't
0: do this. Jack and Dennis it's called Daddy Mac. <laughs> Daddy Mac himself, flippers for hands. Daddy Mac himself. We're asking one question. The one question we're asking is the number one. Tell us the number one secret in fishing. Go. Number one secret of fishing is uh, just know your location. Where you want to fish. Where where the best area is. Uh, don't waste your time out there. Just look it from. Uh, talk to your friends. Talk to the people out there and. And uh, you know, use them all the time because they know best of all. They've been out there every day. So this is Max Traps. Is it, has, what's the website?
5: It's www.maxtraps.com. Clever. Nowhere to fish. <laughs> Thank you so
0: much. <laughs> Everyone's saying that. Hi, Sonny. How are you? Oh, I'm just Sonny, fine. I'm Clay. Hi, Clay. This is Dave. Dave. Hello, Dave. Um, how are you? We're the fish nerds, and you are with Cinch Tie. Yes. Right. My Which, husband. Good. So we're going to ask you a question. Oh, good. We're going to all the vendors this morning. Whoever's here is who we get to ask the question. Oh, wow. So we want to know, what is the number one secret in fishing?
3: Number one secret in fishing. Well, the be- <laughs> to get a lake that has a lot of good fish in it. We we just, uh, my husband, he loves to fly fish. And, and of because we sell flies. So make sure you have flies for the proper seasons where you're fishing. And uh, then just
0: hope for... Good luck.
2: <laughs> oh. Perfect. I like the hope a lot. Thanks a lot. Have a good one.
0: Hi, Plum Island Surfcasters. How are you? I'm, yeah, I'm
2: Clay. Good morning. What's your name? My
4: name's Clay. No. Come on. I love you. Believe good it, it. it. <laughs> Um, time on the water. Time on the water.
2: Time on the water. Perfect. you got to put in your your hours or... And who are you? Um, I'm Kevin Henrich. Uh, I'm former um, president of the Surfcasters. Oh, cool. I'm a life member, so...
4: Good to meet you. Thank you. Thank
0: you. And uh, we're walking around the expo this morning asking one question to people. First of all, Steve, you were from Long Lake Camps. Is a website?
2: Uh, yes, uh, it's uh, longlakecamps.com. Good.
0: And the one question we're asking everybody, what's the number one secret in fishing?
2: Number one secret in fishing? Well, a lot of people say it's patience, but I think it's flexibility, being willing to try different things, different lures for different situations.
1: Oh. <laughs> hey, Josh. I'm Clay. How you doing? Nice to meet you. That's
0: Dave. Hey. How you doing? We do a weekly, do weekly We do a weekly podcast called The Fish Nerds. Asking the question. We're asking everybody the same question. Number one secret in fishing.
5: Go. Got to have more drive than the next guy. Persistence.
0: This is uh, mychamplain.net, and we're talking to Eric. Eric, so number one secret in fishing?
2: Clean, healthy water that's full of fish.
0: I thought you were going to say don't fish in fish. I was, I was thinking that.
2: about that, but. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks a lot.
0: All right. We're gonna hear, hear, hear. Oh, we do know this guy. We do yeah, know yeah, this we guy met guys last year. Yeah. Captain, How are you? Captain Robbie. Yeah.
5: How are you doing? I'm Clay. How are you doing, Clay? You know hey, Dave? You yeah. So,
0: Captain Robbie is with. Uh, Seduced We talked to you last year.: Yeah, we? you did. So we're going around this morning asking one question, everybody. number one secret in fishing. I'll
2: tell you I'll the take number you one off, Yeah, that's right because I'm going to show you're you.: Pretty top of the number the say. number
5: one secret in fishing. Fish with a fisher. All right, perfect. And
2: the fish are all around Cape Cod. I love it. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Red River Camps. I know, but I've been saying this all morning like this. Is your website redriver... River, no. Yes, it is.
7: Redrivercamps.com. Red <laughs> Thank you
0: for doing this. Frank is not helpful. Um, we're going around asking one question to everybody.
8: <laughs> I, what? I heard and I have no idea.
0: That's useless, Frank. I know. <laughs> we're done with you now. Frank, what's the number one secret in fishing? Have your lines in the water. Line in the water. Perfect. Later. John Bergeron. John Bergeron cleanriverproject.org good that's Rocky Morrison over there he's Rocky. the one that started the whole thing cool well then maybe Rocky should answer this question Rocky come here please yeah. so Rocky we're the fish nerds I'm Clay I take a picture yeah yeah that's Dave on our Facebook page um, yeah um, I might give you the finger but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we're asking everyone one question what's the number one secret in angling excuse me the number one secret in angling
3: fishing, fishing. I got no idea I, lo- I love fishing for cars tires and trash
4: perfect
0: well what's your secret uh, you know, look real careful. Excellent. That's probably the better. And don't, don't get cut doing it. Don't get cut. Yeah. Don't get hurt, honey. Don't get hurt. Yeah. Persistence.
2: Persistence.
0: Mealtime jigs. How you doing, guys? Hey, good. How, How are you? Are you? I'm Clay. Hi, Clay. I'm Bob. Bob. That's Dave. Hi, Dave. You're with you. uh, Mealtime Jigs and Beans, buddies right? Yeah. That's what they call me, Beans. Uh, yeah. We're walking around the expo this morning before opening, and we're asking one question to all the vendors: What is the number one secret in fishing? Confidence. Confidence. Yes. Good. And he said that with confidence. He too. did. He knew. Oops. Kentucky River Canoe. We know these guys. How you doing? How you doing? I'm Clay. This is Dave. Hi. You're Mike. Yes. Mike with Kentucky River Canoe LLC, right? Correct. We're the Fish Nerds, and we're walking around asking the vendors one question this morning. You don't have to get up. It's cool. What's the number one secret in fishing?
6: Um, Catching fish. <laughs> Catching
0: fish. You got me. I'm not a fisherman, so. Selling fishing kayaks. I know. <laughs> Ironic, isn't it? <laughs> We're hanging out with Chris here at NewHampshireOutdoorLearning.com at the uh, Fishing and Hunting Expo. Uh, we're going around to all the vendors asking one question. You better get this right. Your dad can't help. What's the number one secret in fishing? Um, I would say knowing the right location. Go on. Good answer. Good answer. Nice, Good answer. Job. nice you, job. You get to stay working here and stay part of the family. <laughs> Marla, I'm Clay.
6: Hi, nice to meet you. Good to you. meet you.
0: That's Dave.
6: Hi, Dave.
1: Hi. Oh, with, I love this. Yeah, we're the,
0: fish, we're the fish nerds. Okay. We do a little fishing show. Okay. And we're going to the vendors this morning, mm-hmm. and we're asking, what is the number one secret in
6: fishing? Um, get out there and wet a line. Wet a line. Because you don't learn anything unless you get out there and wet a line. And read my book. If you read my book and then get out there and wet a line... You're
0: good. You have a book. Tell yeah. us quick.
6: It's called Positive Fly Fishing. It teaches you all the basics of fly fishing. It's in it my voice. Oh. It's got a lot of humor. It's yeah. about a four-hour read in the bathroom.
0: Perfect. That's why I do most of my reading. Yeah. <laughs> Me
6: too. I, 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 they can
0: find that at marlablair.com. Is can. that correct?
6: They can, see, they can find it at marlablair.com. They can go on Amazon. They can go on Kindle.
0: Um, patience.
3: Patience. Pull, you pull your time in and learn all your spots. Take your time. Um, you're never going to. If you think you're just going to go out there and start catching fish right off the bat, um, especially saltwater, it takes time to learn spots. You know, if you don't, even if you have a boat or any of that stuff, you got to put your time in and take your time and be patient, and eventually you'll you'll know what you're doing.
0: Perfect. All right, we're pushing against the clock here. Hi, Chuck. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. You know us? Oh yes. Um, this oh, is yes, Chuck I from Grizz and it's grizzbaits.net. Chuck, we're asking one question today. Yeah. Number one secret in fishing.
1: Number one secret in fishing. Shallow water, skinny waters, big fish.
0: Skinny water, good. Hi, Steve. Hey, how you doing? Good. This is Steve from Fishing Magician, fishingmagicianlures.com. Patience. Patience. I
2: think that has been the number one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The most common answer we've got. Yeah. So, good.
0: And have fun, too. No, no one said that but you. Really? No, no. All right. Let's ask the first person in line. Hi there. You What's your name? Kyle. Kyle. Hi, Kyle. I'm Clay. Good to meet This is Dave. Hi, we're the Dave. Fish Nerds. You're the first person in line today. Yep. So we're going to ask you the question we've asked every fishing vendor in the building. And we think since you're the first one here, it makes you a true nerd, right? What's the number one secret in fishing?
1: What's the number one secret in fishing? Yeah. Knowing no your spots. Knowing your spots. Yeah.
0: What's number two? number two secret in fishing? I'm bored of that answer. Knowing the right bait. Knowing the right bait. Oh, yeah. Give him this. Give him this. Yeah. Number three secret in fishing. Um... I'd say having a plan and um, sticking to it. Having a plan, sticking to it. Perfect. Thank you guys.
2: Stomp the fish nerds. Uh, it's been
0: a long time,
2: Dave. It, it has, and I realize I don't actually say it. Stomp the fish nerds. It's just stomp the fish nerds. I think you do say it that way. No, I don't. It's, yeah. it's uh, Fish in the News.
0: Oh, okay. But, uh, so Stump the Fish Nerds is our segment we do on occasion when people call our phone number, 607-378-3474. So if you have a fishy question, anything fish-related, please give us a call and ask us, and we will tell you your answer. It can even be trivia.
2: <laughs> it is. And what's nice is, I mean, technology is wonderful. We're here at the Rockingham Fishing and Hunting Expo. And we checked our Facebook page, and an old friend said, check Stump the Fish Nerds. I think I got you at this time. So we're sitting here in the middle of thousands of people, and we can play the message, and uh, here Here it goes. Hello, this is Barry Singer, your old friend, the fish fanatic from Pennsylvania. And here's my Stump the Fish Nerds question. What is the most famous Pulitzer Prize-winning novel about
3: fishing who wrote it what species of fish was it about if you get all that correct and what
7: waters does it take place well this show keep up the good work guys
2: bye very good. Very, very good. good.
0: Yeah. Um, so my first instinct on this, which was, I knew was wrong because it wouldn't be this easy, <laughs> what, what do you think my first guess was going to be?
2: Well, I, I, I know because you told me.
0: Well, my first guess was not going to be the right answer.
2: Right. No, you immediately said A River Runs Through It. Right.
0: And then I thought, you know what? They made a movie about that. That can't possibly be it, right? Because <laughs> Barry wouldn't make it that easy for us.
2: No, he wouldn't.
0: So, uh, so then I started thinking it back to high school, and I also... Um, Looked it up.
2: Right. You, you Googled it. But I actually yeah. had it in my head. That's my, oh, my soda. That's, that's your soda. I'm it's sorry.
0: Dave's next, Dave right. just tried to drink my soda.
2: Anyway. That's, that's I, a cantor
0: re- leaning over for a kiss, which is weird. It's
2: been so yeah. long. <laughs> uh, the the um, I, I immediately thought old man in the sea.
0: Right. And, and that
2: would be correct. Yeah, it turned out that would be correct. Now, all those other things, I'm not sure. So I did not Google. I didn't use the Google machine. But um, I... Uh, Hemingway. Yeah. Did you read it? I don't think I did.
0: Uh, so I read it in freshman year in summer school. Mm. I was the kid who couldn't pass freshman year of high school and had to go to summer school. Nice. And we, we read it then. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember taking my test. I made my cheat sheet and I put it inside my 80s sunglasses uh, in the lenses. I have my no cheat sheet way. In there on my desk with the answers. So, so you would think the fact that I read it and made cheat sheets, I'd be able to answer the other parts of the question. But you don't have right. glasses. So, yeah. <laughs> so the question was, what fish was it focused on, right? Right. What fish do you think?
2: Well, it that's a little tricky in that he hauls it up. I remember he ties it up to the side of the boat, and I mm-hmm. thought it was a giant swordfish.
0: That's what I feel like it was, too.
2: Yeah. But yep. then, isn't he kind of haunted by sharks that eat the...
0: Right. So he's dragging the fish in, sharks taking bites out of it
2: yeah. on the way in. Yep. So, is it about a swordfish, or is it about sharks? Well, the fish he caught... Yeah, Swordfish. Right. Yeah.
0: So, then you want to know what waters was it in?
2: Well, Hemingway, I get the impression, loved like Florida. Yeah. the Florida Keys.
0: Because he was an old man. He was old. That's where if we know anything about old people, they love Florida.
2: They love Florida. Yep. I would guess it's in Florida, although I don't know how prolific... St- um swordfish are there uh, I don't either so I guess if if I was if I was pressed, I would say New England because it's an old story, right. and swordfish are certainly up here in New England. i'm going to say New England, like the the Gulf of maine
0: right, well, remember, he went eighty four days without catching a fish, right. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Where can you also get fish? I don't know. I'm actually looking at
2: Wikipedia I know I right know. I know. I can because see it. Because I did. don't
0: know the answer. I'm trying to find out. It's a marlin. We got that right.
2: Oh, no. We didn't get it right. Oh. We said swordfish. Isn't
0: that swordfish and a marlin? No.
2: Thing? Different fish. I thought they were the same thing. No. It must be like a blue marlin or something. Oh, God. Oh, damn. All right. Well, then I changed my answer. Because ah. if it's a blue marlin or a black marlin or something like that, I would have to say... Um, Florida, for sure. Florida yeah, Keys.
0: yeah, be my guess, and uh, I don't see the answer here. So, because uh, I don't want to read while I'm talking. <laughs>
2: Gulf of Mexico, I would
0: I would say, I would say it was in the Pacific, somewhere. But you what, think What the? In the Pacific? No, no. <laughs> The Atlantic. I got my oceans mixed up. I'm distracted. We're at this thing, and people are like, people don't talk to us for like 15 minutes, and then we turn the microphone on, and people walk up to our table and start touching our stuff, and uh, I find it very distracting. Yes,
2: I know. It is It is weird how that works. Yeah. But, um so, Barry, I hope we've come anywhere near the answer to the Stump the Fish nerds. Right, right. And we I mean,
0: appreciate the call. I mean, it's nice oh, to be absolutely. thought
2: of. And nice to hear your voice, too. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, and Barry is an excellent artist. Mm-hmm. His My office is covered in his artwork. He did a whole series of pencil drawings of uh, famous artwork with fish. Right. Um,
0: I think you can find his work at Barry Singer Art. Yeah, my favorite
2: is the Minnow Lisa. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah.
0: And you'll see um, occasionally on our Facebook page, um, we'll use Barry's art as our um, header photo and stuff.
2: Yeah. So uh, so thanks, Barry. And we think that's mostly the answer to Stump the Fish nerds. Yeah. Feel free to call back with corrections. And
0: if you have your own Fish, ner- fish Nerds Stumpy question, call 607 six zero seven three seven eight fish and leave your question there. And again, trivia is fine, but we will probably look up the answer. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right.
2: Fish in the news.
0: Did that echo, or do I imagine that? You imagine that. Oh, I love fish in the news, <laughs> news, news. <laughs> um,
2: this comes from Tyler Toshida, mm-hmm. who has a blog that talks about all cool things, bloggy and techy. Ah, so this yeah. is a shout out to our millennial listeners. Sweet. Today, you know,
0: old people can make blogs too.
2: I, I you know, yeah. you and
0: I did a blog for quite a long time.
2: Oh, and it was highly successful. Right. <laughs> Today's apps gone free is what it says. Alright. So these are apps that are now free. And the big one that made it onto the fish in the news story is fishing with grandpa. That's an app? Yes.
0: So does it like you're fishing and it sits in your back pocket and it goes, Shut up, you're gonna scare the fish.
2: <laughs> oh my my hernia is acting up. <laughs> Make yourself useful. <laughs> So they used to call it, they used to charge $3. There's
0: a storm coming. I can feel it in my bones.
2: And now they call it for free. They, <laughs> they give it for free. So um, the What do you mean
0: I can't use lead?
2: <laughs> the, um, I
0: can't afford to buy new lures.
2: <laughs> I used to bite the lead sinkers onto the lines. It never hurt me, none.
0: When I was a kid and had all my teeth. <laughs>
2: I used to bite lead.
0: I eat lead for breakfast.
2: Yeah. Um, All right. So, Fishing with Grandpa, your little ones, this is the promos for it. Your little ones get to head out on a fishing adventure with Grandpa with this educational app. It's designed for children ages 3 through 6. Fishing with Grandpa is loaded with activities for your little ones to enjoy. Once they set out on their adventure, they'll get to play underwater games, choose a lure... Uh-huh. Cast a line. Uh-huh. And hook and reel in a fish.
0: All on Fishing with Grandpa, the app? The app. So what's the grandpa part?
2: Grandpa will guide them along the way. Oh, that, that's the part we were working on. So you can just hand off your iDevice and let your children enjoy. Mmm. <laughs> the app includes seven educational <laughs> mini-games, six instructional videos, and loads of positive reinforcement.
0: Wow, that's amazing to me. Because... Um, cause More and more, I'm realizing that that maybe I don't want to be around kids so much. Maybe I need to have a Fishing with Dad app,
2: right? Right. Right. That that would just hand that off and... and, You know what the
0: Fishing with Dad app
2: would look like? What would it look like?
0: Angry birds. So (laughs) the kids will play Angry Birds in the back of the boat while I fish.
2: Perfect. Just, yeah, yeah, there you go. The, uh, I'm looking forward to the uh, upgrades that they're going to do to this app, which are Grandpa Smell-O-Vision. Oh,
0: yeah. You yeah, can have that old man smell. Oh, and uh, when I was a kid section, you know.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and We had
0: to cast uphill both ways with no shoes. Yeah,
2: yeah. Or, or the inappropriate Grandpa uh, edition. Yeah, oh,
0: she's a looker, isn't she? Grandpa, <laughs> she's 12, you know.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. Does this spot look cancerous to you? Oh yeah!
0: Mm. I just sharted again.
2: <laughs> so, you too can have this app now for free. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, fishing with Grandpa. Wow. I, you know what?
0: What? I think we need to download it and test it.
2: <laughs> we do need a because fishing... if it's free, right? It is free, so it doesn't cost us anything.
0: Yeah, fishing with Grandpa. Let's do it. And uh, Fish Nerd Nation, I think uh, all of you should download. Fishing with Grandpa the app for free Uh, and visit the Fish Nerds uh, podcast group on Facebook and share your feelings on the Fishing with Grandpa app because it might be really great
2: that's true we We might
0: be making fun of it prematurely
2: I doubt it (laughs) but uh, no you are right
0: yeah let's give him a chance
2: All right. and now there's also some other fish in the news Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm looking through here I'm going to mark this mark um All right. So this part is from Martin Birch of Fly Fishing Fanatics. Okay?
0: Okay. Everyone's a fishing fanatic of some sort.
2: They are, and they just like the alliteration, I think. um, And he writes, These Five bad habits will keep you from catching the fish you deserve. Mm. You deserve. Oh, I'm curious
0: of these five bad habits, how they match up with our number one fishing tips we've gotten all day here at the expo.
2: Oh, that's a good question. Like,
0: are the antithesis of our tips we've been getting. Let's hear it.
2: Okay. So Kyle says, number one, they cast first and look second. Mm. So the idea is that um, he started with this reason because people just run out and start fishing and not sort of survey the land.
0: Right. Do you survey or do you
2: fish? Um, I actually like to like to look, you know, and figure out if I see bubbles or something or something like that. Um, so anyway, let's
0: yeah. see. I, I, <laughs> we're at the uh, Rockingham Fishing Hunting Expo here in Salem, and uh, there is all That's kinds of security. action here while we're trying to. Sorry. <laughs> we're, just re- we're recording you.
5: Oh, all well, right. Yeah,
0: you're famous <laughs> yeah, hey, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's your name, by the way? Yeah. Jeremy. Jeremy, what's your number one uh, fishing tip? Yeah. Jeremy, by the way, is the, uh, the, the, uh, the strongest security guard they have here <laughs> at the Rockingham Fishing Hunting Expo. Um, which means anyone can get in if they try hard enough. <laughs> number one fishing tip is just be, be dedicated. you, know, you, you got to go out, and you know, you're not always going to do well fishing a spot for the first time. But just keep at it. Keep trying new, new oh. baits, different well, baits. Let me ask you this. When you approach new water, do you survey the spot, or do you fish right away? I usually fish right away. Ah, number one fishing error you can make. We just learned this. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's the piece we're doing right now. So that's yeah, we're, we're
2: doing a news piece, and the, the guy says the biggest mistake people make is start fishing instead of stop and look.
0: Yeah, the so you seat. know what? Slow down, man. <laughs> Slow it down. Slow that's down. my That's my one issue, then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right.
2: Well, all right. No, thank very you, good. Thank Thanks.
0: you. <laughs>
2: Appreciate it. All right. So we added Jeremy in there. <laughs> um, so let me look at the other one. They don't watch the bubbles.: You were just talking about bubbles.: Isn't that weird? Fish Do fish make bubbles? Um, Carf do, right.: If you've never paid attention before the speed of the bubbles on the, the speed uh, before to the speed of the bubbles on the surface versus the speed of your indicator when nymphing.
0: I don't hmm. know what any of those words mean <laughs> altogether. like individually, I know what each word means, but when you put them together in a sentence, I don't know what you're saying.
2: It has something to do with the float indicator, which is a bobber for those folks that aren't fly-fishing snobs. Uh, <laughs> floating slower in the water than the bubbles are on the surface. And what are they, bubbles? I, I think if you're fishing in a, uh, like, a riffle area and there's bubbles being generated. All
0: right, because bubbles, where I come from, like, when kids draw cartoons of fish breathing, there's bubbles coming out of their mouth.
2: Right, but, or or when Grandpa's fishing and he makes bubbles.
0: Yes, yeah, so Grandpa made a bubble. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, uh, so anyway, yeah, that had to do with. I guess this article is in the fly fishing thing, so that's okay. that's where we get. Uh,
0: it. I have to learn a new language because I am going to fly fish more this year. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, you don't believe
2: me. The other big thing is uh, number three: don't set the hook. You don't set the hook.
0: What do you do with the hook?
2: I guess people um, just kind of don't set the hook. Don't don't give the little snap jerk. Oh, so not setting the hook is the mistake. Right. You didn't say don't set the hook. I said they don't they set the They
0: don't. Okay, I'm like, okay, why wait not you set the hook? I get it. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So people, I, agree, I would agree with that. It's a mistake.
2: Yeah, pe- yeah. people don't set the hook. Yeah. Number four, they stand where they should be fishing.
0: Uh, they're standing on top of the fish? Yeah. I've done that.
2: I, <laughs> yeah, I I've done that, yeah. And especially coupled with the not looking before you start fishing, people slog out.
0: Yeah, I have sometimes cast it from like seven or eight feet from the water's edge to, i've
2: done that too yeah
0: just to see what's there
2: i know because a lot of times the fishing spot is a little cleared out people are throwing bait in the water they're they're doing stuff so fish actually congregate at the shore and as soon as you walk up they take off
0: and you or or they stay there and you cast right over them that's true yeah yeah,
2: yeah. uh so that was a good one all right keith we believe that and number five they don't cover water whether i'm talking to customers in the shop or witnessing it firsthand in the river This is another concept that I know a lot of anglers can improve on. Uh, They don't move around enough, basically. Yep, I agree with that. Yeah, It's
0: Uh, so hard because you find a comfortable spot where you can cast easy, you want to fish a lot. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Good. What's your name? I'm Molly. Molly, can I ask you a question? What's the number one uh, best fishing tip you can give us?
3: Yeah. You are, uh, uh, use, um, worms. So use worms.
0: Say, uh, use worms. Use worms. Worms are great. I agree with that. Give Give Molly a sticker. Yes. We gave it That's a sticker cool. That. Molly, we're the Fish Nerds. We do a weekly podcast called the Fish Nerds Podcast. You are not allowed to listen to it because people say bad words, but your dad should totally listen to it, okay? Congratulations. Nice job. Bye. Good to meet you. Bye-bye.
2: Awesome. Bye. Bye-bye. Say bye again.
7: Hi. <laughs>
0: All right. So, com. We're at the Rockingham fishing and hunting expo and we're we're so lucky because we get to hang out with super fan ryan dubay whose name we've said wrong ten thousand times on the show ryan thank you by the way for all the support for the fish Nerds over the years uh and we're so happy that you came to hang out with us good to see
4: you good to see you too
0: good to see you so yep. we, were, we were talking um off air a minute ago you're staying dad
4: yep where are you from uh westport massachusetts
0: westport massachusetts and you say all you do is hang around listening to podcasts all day.
4: Yes, that's true.
0: Tell, so, fish nerds being obviously your favorite. What other podcast do you listen to?
4: Um, well, for outdoors podcasts, I'm always listening to HB Outdoors Waterfowl Podcast because when I'm not fishing, I'm hunting. Right. So that's that's a great podcast. Um, There's the Meat Eater podcast with Steve Vernella. That's an awesome podcast. Meat Eater, huh? Sounds very masculine. Oh, very much. He just eats all sorts of random stuff, kills it and eats it all day long. Uh,
0: (laughs) That's great. All from hearing about other podcasts. And so, how about non-fish podcasts or non-hunting podcasts?
4: Uh, Well, um, then it's the the basic ones like uh, Stuff You Should Know, uh, Cereal, which everybody on the planet listens to. Um, What else do I listen to? I just found a
0: brand new one today. I'm going to tell you about it, <laughs> because they did a fish episode with uh, Steve Marconi, the um, comedian we had on. Oh, yeah. So he, he sent us a message about a new WBR podcast that um, has experts on and comedians on. It's called You're the Expert. Yeah. And they have a panel of comedians who have to guess what the expert is. It's like a quiz show. I've heard ex- that one, yes. Yeah. it's great. Yeah. it's I was laughing like so hard this morning so yeah. uh, you're the expert found yeah. this morning
4: all the all of the public radio podcasts are great like the moth and all the ones that come out of them they they've really handled podcasts extremely yeah. well
0: they do, they're, they're really kind of the pros at it now it's interesting because yeah. we've had um, feedback on our show that assumes that outdoor people don't listen to NPR podcasts and I couldn't I, I, I want to I make sure we, we address that. What do you think yeah. about
4: that? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I am, you know, much further right than most of the NPR listeners, to say the least. But um, I enjoy, like, anywhere where information comes from, I'll take it, you know? Like, good storytelling. Yeah. Good storytelling. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, This American Life, that sort of stuff, I listen to that stuff. I'm excited to see every one of those podcasts come out, yeah. you know?
0: New England PVA, NEPVA.org. Tell us what that is.
6: It's the New England Paralyzed Veterans Bass Trail. And we provide free bass fishing tournaments to paralyzed veterans and disabled, as well as meals and lodging. Um, for their families that accompany them. To right, and,
0: and the people who take them fishing are all volunteers, and they're all, all giving back. Yeah.
6: There's no barrier yeah. whatsoever. Even if you're in a power wheelchair, we have ramps. We'll get you on a pontoon boat. Sweet, that's awesome. That's, that's a that's, great
0: service you do. That's really yeah. cool. Hey, we've been asking everyone who visits today, what's the number one secret in fishing?
6: <laughs> Don't tell your spot. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your secrets close, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's cool. When's your
0: next big tournament?
6: It is... First Saturday in June at the Newton Yacht Club on the Charles River. Cool. And then September 10th, Lake Winnipesaukee, Mountainboro Camp Robindale. and then we're back up to Camp Pine Tree on North Pond. First weekend in October.
0: Perfect. And you're on Facebook, and you share your stuff on our page all the time. I and do. We, of course, and we I always share, share it out. Great so stuff. so if people want to follow up and figure out how they can support you. Yep. They can just find you on Facebook or go to nepva.org. And look you up there, right?
6: Well NEPVA Bass Trail on Facebook and we're supported solely on sponsors, donations and fundraising.
2: Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So Laurie, I have a question. I'm Dave. Sure. And I. Okay. Um what got you into this into this stuff?
6: I worked with veterans most of my life and I worked with one of the NAM Knights who um, it's a motorcycle organization. That is our manpower, lifting all of our fellows in and out of the boats and volunteer their time. And he pretty much said to me one day, you need to volunteer with us. Mm. And 14 years later, I'm on the board of directors and attend the shows and just love it you see someone who can't get out on the water and fish and you make that happen it's awesome
2: yeah very good yeah and i would encourage all our listeners that that they ought to try to volunteer at least once and maybe some some catches
6: you know pardon the cliche but once you do you're hooked
2: (laughs) yeah there you go
0: Uh, we're hanging out here at the rockingham fishing and hunting expo i'm hanging out with dan from yellow man's fishing equipment yellow man's fishing equipment dan's in startup mode yes dan you just started this business yep what's your what's your job that pays the rent (laughs) what's rent (laughs) (laughs) do you live with your parents still yeah yeah smart uh one of the best business moves anyone can make is not having other bills. Right. So living at home right. probably is a good move.
1: Oh, yeah. But, I mean, in my spare time, so I'm a chef by trade. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I make some really good food. But right now, there's more money in pizza delivery than anything else. So believe it or not. So make sure you tip your, uh, your pizza delivery drivers, guys. I, I,
0: I'll tell you this true story. So when I was teaching in Lawrence, Massachusetts, I lived in Derry, New Hampshire, and I worked at... Um, Domino's pizza at night Moonlighting as a pizza guy And you're right Delivering pizza is a great Part-time job Pays fabulously It's easy Oh yeah It's fun You get tips But here's a problem Winter was fine Right Right Delivering at night was fine Summertime Or springtime When it starts being light till like oh, 8.30 9 yeah. o'clock at night Oh yeah And you're driving past Beaver Lake And you're seeing the fish yep. rising Oh I've been there <laughs> Well So here's This is 100% true story so I'm delivering pizzas one night, and I drive past Beaver Lake, and I see fish rise, and I pull over, I got my domino sign in the window, <laughs> and I walk down to the lake, and I'm just going to make a couple of casts, right? Yep. Just because I'm there, I got my rod in the car. I know I'm in the middle of delivery, but I'm in plenty of time, you know, the delivery is on the street. I, I make a couple of casts, right? And then... Another car pulls in next to my car with a domino sign on it. It's my boss. He gets out of his car, opens my car, takes the pizza out, puts him in the front seat of his car, takes the the big domino sign off of my car and puts it in his car and he drives away. I never went back. That was it. Wow. Yeah, so be careful.
1: I haven't done that. Yeah, not yet. No, see, in my break... So, I get an hour long break during the day because I don't do the 15, the 215s mm-hmm. and the half hour that everybody's supposed to get. I take it all at once.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I end up getting an hour break, right? Typically about 2, 3 o'clock. And that's when I go and I take my break and I go fishing, right? At the pond that's actually right around the corner from the shop. Perfect. So, I mean, there's been days where I've been 10, 15 minutes late but getting back to work, but
0: it is what it is. So. Good, good. Yeah. So let's talk about Yellowman
1: start right. startup
0: mode. What's your business model? What's your plan?
1: All right, so the plan... Are you doing
0: random, like, I hear some cool stuff, here's some cool stuff, or do you have a solid, like, here's what I'm doing?
1: So I'm doing a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Like, I have one thing that I'm really, really thinking on and going heavy into, mm-hmm. and that's my ice fishing sled. Right. So it's based around Indian Hill Ice Traps, all right? It will fit six nor'easters. It's two trays. The trays uh, are fully well, let's, removable. Let's
0: stop for two seconds. All right. Most people don't know what Indian Hill is, and most people don't know what Nor'easter is. We have a worldwide audience. Okay. We're not just all here at Rockingham. So okay. quickly, what are those things?
1: All right, so Indian Hill is an ice fishing trap maker. He's located in Worcester, Massachusetts.
0: Michael DeVillers.
1: And Michael DeVillers is the owner of the company. The Nor'easter incorporates both uh, cross uh,
0: I'm going to help you. Okay. It's an ice fishing trap that you put a fishing rod in, When right. the flag pops, you pick your rod up and reel the fish in, right? Right. It's, it's, exactly. So it allows you to still fight a fish by hand, even though you're using a fishing trap.
1: Right. So. Exactly. So it's one of my favorite traps, and I mean, I love them.
0: Yeah. So, and, we'll, and the fishers will take credit for you liking those things. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I got my first one from them, so I, I can't complain, you know? Cool. I'm very appreciative of it, and... I love it. I get a lot of use out of it. Good. So,
0: and so, so you created this ice fishing sled to hold all these cool things, and yep. we saw it, and we'll share it on our Facebook page. Oh, yeah. You know, you got them sitting at 300 bucks a piece. Yep. Uh, which is for the amount of time and energy you put in, and material costs. Oh, it's yeah. worth it.
1: They take 30 hours to make. So, right. I mean, they're not built cheaply, and, yeah. you know, everything is made by hand, so...
0: Good. Good, Dan. And where can people find your stuff? Are you online?
1: Uh, No. Right now I have a Facebook page. Yep.
0: Share that Um, on the Fish Nerds page and they will pick it up from there for you. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. And We got Jack and Dennis and Lenny from Daddy Mac Lures <laughs> here today. Uh, for those who don't know, Daddy Mac Lures has been friends with the Fishers now for a couple, few years. Sure. And uh, have taken good care of us, been good friends to us on the show, and we're always happy to see them wherever we go. We're in two weeks we're going to be ice fishing. Oh, can't wait! Together out on Lake Winnipesaukee. Do you have um, Jack? Do you have a
5: special lure you're going to use that day? I am going to be using uh, the Elite Ice. Jake from uh, Daddy Mac Lures. It's good that you're using Daddy Mac. I'm going to okay. adjust
0: this microphone real quick.
5: Also, I'm sure we'll be using some clam drop jigs. Of course, because
0: you're fishing with Tim. Sure. Well,
5: not only that, it's
0: they work. Because, well, you know, a jig working is the best reason to use it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that always helps. Yeah. 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 Now, Dennis, um, uh, we, we every time we make we, we talk about Daddy Mac, we talk about the um, the Daddy Mac logo. Uh, and my daughter hates it. She, 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 her biggest problem, first of all, is is uh, is, is uh, mermaids are supposed to be attractive, and and the other problem is, is your your merman's hands are fins. Can you explain that to me? Uh, they just kind of morphed me into a fish, half uh, fish, half man. Yeah. How do you light your cigar? Yeah,
5: well... Is the question. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: a very good question. Right. I never thought
5: about that. Yeah, so uh, it was some real trouble. You could continu- tell not much thought went into it. Right, right. Not, <laughs> not to
0: mention you live in the water cigars don't work so good.
4: Yeah, but,
0: yes. Um, but, you know, Jack's always very good at, you know, you know, just because it's kind of a weird thing, we remember it. And that's, that's right. really critical for a logo. And so if you look for Daddy McClure's, you see a weird-looking merman with a funny little jazz patch under his lip. Exactly. That's uh, a mustache in the wrong lip. That's... <laughs> that's the lure you want to buy, and congratulations by the way I've seen these in Bass Pro shops
5: yeah, and that's crazy Bass Pro shops tackle direct uh, Kittery trading post Southern soda that's amazing yeah. now have
0: have you looked into getting into any of like the big tackle delivery systems like the lucky tackle box or mystery tackle box that sort of thing
5: yeah it's uh we're trying to control expansion yeah uh, you know based on inventory
0: okay, I'm interviewing on
5: Thursday the owner of lucky tackle box oh right so I could you know they have reached out to us have they yes. Okay, well, I'll have, I'll have my people call your people. Oh, there you go. We'll see. Yep.
0: <laughs> so, what's your big plans for 2016?
5: Um, get through show season alive. You know, okay. we have a grueling schedule ahead of us. Seven shows through March. Right. And we've been talking to, um, about this
0: weekend, about what it means to, to be successful in the fishing industry. Sure. And what we found is um, success is hard to define, right? So... Jack, do you do this for a living? Is this how you pay your mortgage?
5: No, no. no.
0: Yeah. So a great <laughs> no. big company like yeah. like Daddy Mac Lures, we're in Bash yeah. pro shops. Sure. And you, you're you not making a living?
5: No. No. No, 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 no. Why
0: the hell are you doing this? Well, Jack requires about 300000 a year. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know, that's, that's the main hold up right
5: now. Oh, I, I, I'm the said. spender in this, uh, this, uh, this business. Yeah, and someone's
2: going to be frugal, it, and I'm the frugal one. Yeah,
5: it's a good Jack's yin and yang. All right, so Dennis...
0: Um, are you retired from real life? I did. I okay. Retired, yeah. So just so you know, the listeners can't tell, but Dennis is sitting down next to me because he can't stand for long periods of time, uh, his advanced age. Um, so what did you do before this?
4: Uh, high-end appliance sales.
0: High-end appliance sales. Yep. Okay. Yep. And that you can Some make a know, living with. Vikings, yep. know, like that gig and all. Yeah. And uh, I retired at 60 years old. Actually, I got laid off. Oh. <laughs> and going to retire. Funny how it's retirement works. Yeah. So I got laid off. We I got fired. Go I mean, go. retired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: So, we actually decided to uh, just do some more fishing. I and mean, that's how this evolved. We didn't
0: go into it as a business. We had no intention of starting a business. So, yeah, something happened. Yeah, we just made the
4: words for ourselves to fish ourselves. That's it. Mm-hmm. And the word got out. Next thing we we're making
5: 15 a week, 20 a week, and
0: giving away you know
4: 10 a week. Yeah. One tackle shop decided to invite them and one to try. What
5: was the first tackle shop? Belson Bait and Tackle in Situate, Mass. Really? Yeah.
0: That's cool. Yeah. The first, first time I saw your stuff was in Suds and Soda. Sure. Tim Moore showed me, um, yeah. When he showed me the, the custom stuff you guys did, the Whisperers. Excuse me one second. <coughs> Which, Plus by the way, I've caught all kinds of cool fish on, the yeah. Whisperers. I think right. we're up to 22
5: species on that.
0: Yeah, I would... I would I'd be water fresh, yeah. yeah. I'd be shocked if, you, if every kind of fish who could fit it in their mouth would need it. Yeah. I would love to see those down half the size.
5: Oh, it's funny because we're going in the other direction. Right. We're going bigger. Right. Well, d- bass. Yeah. See, so
0: I'm, yeah. I'm a freshwater guy. Yeah, so, yeah. Yep. But, but I, I always go I gear small. But that's Sure. Um, so so you're, you're not making a living at this. You're a full-time job jack. But that's because you have a high-end, high-class lifestyle.
5: Yeah. No, it's, you know, it's with this business, we're building a brand. Yeah. It's not about lure sales. I'll say. It's, we're in a growth period, and, you know, it takes money to grow the business. So sure. Every dime goes back into it right now. Sure. And, and how are you going to know when
0: you're successful? What does success look like for a fishing lure uh, company?
5: Uh, you know, basically when we're able to maintain inventory, uh, you know, we do have a lot of profit built into our lures. Um, that you know, once we have a achievable in- inventory to, to supply the demand, we'll we'll be able to take that profit out of the business.
0: Do you have a uh, like a business timeline? You know, you've been in how many years? Two years so far. Three years. Yeah,
5: we we do the timeline, but we keep blowing it away. We 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 have a complete business plan and. You know, Bass Pro was year five. And, you know, the second year we were doing this, we were already in Bass Pro. Isn't that cool? Yeah, no, it's it's been great. We're loving uh, it.
0: I just want to say, first of all, you know, congratulations on on all your success. And, I mean, I love, I get get so jazzed to see your stuff in the store because I feel like, you know, part of our community is is doing something right.
5: And you guys have been a huge help in that. Uh, We appreciate it. Yeah, it's kind of
0: reciprocation on this one. So, Uh, But just to see people successful and winning you know is great and we'll hear more from Daddy and Mac in two weeks live from the ice when we do our live show
5: absolutely there
0: Dennis you want to add anything no no. Uh, like I said we, we didn't start it as a business we started a meltdown tire weight <laughs>
5: that's how we started the business that's you know, perfect sounds crazy but that's how it was and then we uh, shoveled sh- shells ah. out of our uh, shotgun ranges. shoveled shells yeah, not shit <laughs> that's right yeah. and then we uh, melted that's a bad it down. word like, yeah wait. I said shit. We <laughs> <laughs> melted down that, and we got... Lenny liked that word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's just
4: progressing, but
5: you're growing so fast now, it's hard to keep up with it. You. uniform. Uh, oh, sounds,
0: sounds like a good problem to have, so and okay, Yes, not complaining. And uh, my favorite lure, because of the trip I do this fall, uh, is the, the false albacore lures you guys Sure, have. yep. Um, the vipers were, before, before that, the viper was my favorite, but yeah. now it's the false albacore, so. Yeah. Yeah,
5: we have some exciting stuff we're working on, too. Yeah, and you guys yeah. gave me that, that eel the, lure. Yeah, six-inch eel. I can't yeah. wait to break that thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fabulous. Yep. A lot of fun. That's
0: Good. Great. Nice job, guys. Daddy DaddyMacLures.com. Yes, DaddyMacLewis.com
5: and Facebook's a great place to interact. With Daddy sure, can um,
3: yep. catch fish with lures, send pictures with the lure in the mouth. Uh, you know yeah,
5: we I, get a lot of pictures with just the fish. Yeah, right, need the no lure.
0: Right, yeah. that's. I, I feel the same way. Whenever I see a picture, first of all, it has a, like the fisher's logo in the back. Like my hair stands up. I'm yeah. sure you yeah. get that same feeling when you see sure. like a viper hanging out of a fish's mouth. You're like. Yeah,
5: I, yeah. Win. I totally win. You know what's great about these shows, too, is you get the feedback that we don't get. We sell lures and we don't hear from anybody, but I can't tell you how many people came up to us and said, you know how many fish I've caught in your lure? And it's, you know, that reassurance that we have a good product, and it's it's great to hear it.
0: It's That's why we do the live stuff. Otherwise, why we
5: Yeah, yeah exactly. you sell them on Amazon all day. Yeah, that's right. You know, put a face to the company, too, exactly. you know. Exactly. Make some real people. So, good. Okay. Yeah.
0: Nice work, guys. Thanks. All right.
5: thanks. Love right. Thank you
0: Still at the Rockingham Hunting and Fishing still, Expo. Still it's at almost done. We've been here for two days. It's going on four o'clock here on Sunday. It's probably be our last bit we do. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and we're here. With Ben, yes. which is not your real name. What is your real
8: name? My real name is Benoit, and my last name is Vanuinov. Well, yeah, You do good. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Nicely yeah. done. Yeah. Where are you from, Ben? I'm from Belgium. Belgium. Yeah. Accent, I was guessing New Jersey,
2: but... You no. Know.
8: Yeah. <laughs> French accent.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, well, you speak French? Yeah. yeah. So he's friends with your friend.
2: Vero? You know Vero? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She did our intro the, yesterday. I've known yeah. Vero for a long time. She's working with my she wife. An ice fishing woman. Yes, exactly, and can kill things. Oh,
8: yeah. <laughs> so. More than us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what, what we we don't got to talk very long, but um, what struck me, your company's called EuroTackle.
8: Yeah. What's your website? My website is www.eurotackle.net.
0: Eurotackle.net. We'll put a link up on the Fish Nerds Thank you. page. Uh, and the reason we're talking to you and the reason we're interested in is is uh, we came across your little mummified waxworms. Yeah. Uh, so we have these little packages, little tiny packages of waxworms that are, like, brightly colored. Yellow, yeah. red,
2: blue. Yeah. And, and I want to say the orange ones don't taste like orange.
8: Oh, yeah. they don't taste like anything. That's really weird.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what is the story behind these?
8: This is uh, a guy in France that make that. So he mummified the waxworm, so they are not alive anymore, of
0: course. Not but yet.
8: They keep so the all curse of the
0: mummified waxworm comes <laughs> up.
8: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> but they keep all the natural characteristics during two years if it's in cold temperature or one year in the, um, on the shelf.
0: That's a very important point because the reason I bought these is I, I fish with waxworms. It's my favorite ice fishing bait but I leave them in my pockets, they freeze, they get really weird. Yeah. If I leave these in my car, fine? Perfect. In the cold weather? Perfect. In the hot weather, bad, though?
8: Not bad. I mean, if it's just one summer and you leave them in your car, they're not going to turn bad. Uh-huh. If it's two, three summer, yeah, they can dry a little bit. Yeah. But still, I have some boxes since five years that you can see they dry a little bit, but not too much.
0: And you catch lots of fish with it.
8: Oh, yeah, I use them a lot. Ice fishing on small tungsten jigs, that's what I like to do. Mm. But mostly trout fishing, that's what I love. Mm-hmm. But here in America, it's mostly for ice fishing that people use that bait.
2: Now, so you fished in Belgium,
8: Belgium? Yep. Yes,
2: Belgium. Belgium. Yeah, Belgium. It's that, a place. Small <laughs> <It's laughs> place. Yeah. Uh, how how is fishing different there than it is here?
8: Here, people make more effort to bring fishing um, available for for everybody. Hmm. I mean, there is access for handicap a lot of activities for kids. There is uh, a lot of fish that people put in the water. In Belgium, they don't do anything. Really? You pay a fishing license, 10 dollars, 10 euro, and you can do nothing because there is no fish. <laughs> it's pollution, no access, a lot of restriction. Yeah. So nobody fishes there. Everybody goes in France or in Netherlands, in Germany to fish. Yeah. And that's it. Fishing is dying in Belgium. It's sad. Here, everybody is done for people to go fishing that's yeah. what i think and that's what i like
2: yeah did you move here just for the fishing
8: no i moved i moved here for a woman
2: oh uh, of uh, course. The, the international language oh, yeah. <laughs> well very good smart man smart yeah, man smart decision maybe maybe <laughs>
0: <laughs> now uh let me worry about asking everybody a few things um because because we're here we're all trying to you know eke out a little bit of a fishing living in the industry do you make a full-time living in the fishing industry?
8: Since two months, I decided to do that. Yes.
0: For the last two months? Yeah. How's it going?
8: Uh, very good. Yeah. Very good. Especially in the winter because I have a lot of ice fishing product, but I'm starting a collection of bass fishing product too to make it happen and to live on it for all year round.
0: Yeah, and I, I love the idea of the European uh, angle because I went over at your table and all your jigs and all your um, little lures
8: bait. did you see the swim baits?
0: yeah they all look very yeah. different than what we're seeing uh, that's I
8: mean. biwa that's the top of the range product coming from france
0: yeah really fun looking stuff
2: really oh, yeah. yeah swim
8: like a real fish amazing color and painted unbelievable product i really love it
2: wow that's good um some of the fish that were brought from Europe, you ought to have an advantage on. So what about um, carp, like common carp?
8: Carp, I'm thinking about it. The only thing is if you want to bring bait for carp, most of the time it's boilies yeah. and there is egg in it. And to pass the customs with that, you can forget about it. But I'm still trying to find something because carp fishing is getting big here, very yeah, big. Absolutely. And yeah,
2: absolutely. Well, if here you'd, you'd want to work with local farmers so you could have, you know, free-range boilies. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm
8: doing something similar. i'm huh? trying to work with somebody in washington state that is doing carp stuff and probably something will happen during the spring
2: oh very good the uh oh he's left there was a guy over there used to be a state legislator and uh, he's a big carp fisherman on the the merrimack river yeah nice
8: i have some people using the wax worm too um, for carp carp. yeah Yeah. it works in connecticut a lot where
2: do you live these days
8: I live in Connecticut, Connecticut, in East Hampton.
0: I'm sorry for that choice. There's a lot of great places you could live in this country. <laughs>
8: <laughs> I love it. No, I'm just kidding. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, uh, good. And we're going
0: to ask you one question. We've been asking all the vendors this question. You weren't around this morning. We came around. Um, what's the number one... What's your number one fishing secret?
8: I think it's motivation.
2: Yeah, motive. That was, That's very... Deep. Especially with the accent. It was yeah. very... Uh, European. Yeah, almost
8: philosophical. I think it is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Motivation.
8: Don't have to be afraid to go and be scared. Just go back and you will have a good day.
0: Good. Yeah. yeah. Well hey, thank you so much for coming You're on welcome. the show. Thank
8: you very much. Right. Yeah, I appreciate it very thank much. You. Thank you.
0: So that is it. That's it. Uh, yeah, boy, you know, we're at the end of the day here at the Rockingham Fishing Hunting Expo for the second day and
2: we're fried. We are fried, and uh, I actually had to go take a little nap. <laughs> no, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting to, I guess I must be getting that age where, you know, a little nap, a little uh, Geritol. I tell you,
0: I'm going to be on the way home I'm going to pull over and I'm going <sighs> to take a nap, I think, in the car. I, so. Yes,
2: I highly recommend it. Um, but anyway, thanks, listeners. Uh, you've listened to us when probably, yeah, you should have been fishing.
0: In this case, a- absolutely. <laughs> We'd like to thank our families for uh, supporting us while we do Fishing Quest? And no.
2: You never get it right. I don't know the words. Anyway, yeah. special thanks to all our friends here at the Rockingham Fishing and Hunting Expo. If you're ever in the area in beautiful Salem, New Hampshire in January, come by the event. You will be amazed.
0: Yeah, and, and you'll be amazed at Dave's Juice the word beautiful. <laughs>
2: Until next time, follow
0: the code of the fish nerds, spawn early and often,
2: avoid free lunches with strings attached,
0: and swim against the current every chance you get.